Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into The Influential Mind by Tali Sharo, a compelling exploration into the intricate workings of our brains. Published in 2017, this book unveils the unpredictable, sometimes unyielding, manner in which our minds operate. Sharo, an esteemed cognitive neuroscientist with a tenure at University College London, navigates the complex interplay between emotional response and decision-making, offering insights into gaining better control over our lives and enhancing our appreciation for the human experience. The influential mind is not just a testament to Sharo's extensive research, but also an accessible blueprint for understanding the emotional foundations of our decisions and actions. Having also authored The Optimism Bias, a tour of the irrationally positive brain, which inspired a widely acclaimed TED Talk in 2012, Shoro brings a wealth of knowledge and relatable examples to make neuroscience understandable and relevant to everyday situations. This book is an essential read for students and professionals in neuroscience and psychology, providing a foundational understanding of brain function and emotional response. Managers and HR personnel looking to improve workplace dynamics and decision-making processes will find Sharrett's insights particularly valuable. Moreover, anyone seeking to exert more control over their personal and professional lives will benefit from the practical wisdom enclosed within these pages. Join us as we unpack the influential mind, shedding light on the power of understanding our brains to navigate the world more effectively. The Influential Mind, What the Brain Reveals About Our Power to Change Others Introduction, Unlocking the Secrets of the Brain, Elevate Your Management Skills with Science In an era teeming with self-help literature promising instant solutions and quick fixes, it's easy to get lost in a sea of catchphrases and unfounded advice. From the allure of magical thinking to the simplicity of believing to achieve, there's no shortage of strategies targeting those in search of better management techniques. However, amidst this flood of guidance, one crucial aspect often goes overlooked, the resilient, sometimes stubborn nature of the human mind and its resistance to change. Imagine trying to install the latest, most advanced software on an ancient computer. It's unlikely to work smoothly, if at all. Similarly, our brains, with their deep-rooted wiring and predispositions, can pose significant challenges when we attempt to adopt new ways of thinking or persuade others to alter their behaviors. It's here, at the intersection of neuroscience and management, that groundbreaking insights emerge, offering a more substantive approach to dealing with challenging personalities and fostering transformation in the workplace. Tali Sharo, a distinguished neuroscientist, delves into the foundational impulses that steer human decision-making, illuminating how these ingrained tendencies can be leveraged to your advantage in a managerial context. Through Sherod's expert lens, we uncover the intricacies of the mind and are introduced to strategies grounded in scientific research, transcending the realm of mere speculation. Throughout this exploration, you'll discover critical do's and don'ts for engaging with those who staunchly resist acknowledging the truth. 
you'll learn about the profound impact a single pessimistic team member can have on group morale, spreading negativity like wildfire. And perhaps most importantly, you'll glean strategies for guiding people to believe they are the architects of their behavior change, a powerful technique for inspiring genuine transformation. So, if you're ready to move beyond the superficial tactics proliferating in today's management literature and dive into the rich, scientifically-backed insights neuroscience has to offer, this journey is for you. Through understanding the underpinnings of human thought and behavior, you can elevate your management skills, navigate the complexities of human resistance, and foster a more harmonious, productive workplace environment. Part 1. Breaking Free from Mental Rigidity The Brain's Reluctance to Change Have you ever noticed how your viewpoints can shift subtly, influenced by friends, media exposure, or prevailing societal norms? This tendency to absorb and emulate, from adopting certain phrases to mirroring behaviors of those we admire, showcases our fundamental capacity for change. Yet paradoxically, once we firmly establish an opinion, altering it becomes a Herculean task. This stubbornness, this mental rigidity, is not just a quirk of character but a deeply ingrained aspect of the human condition. It affects all areas of life, including our professional decisions. Counterintuitively, even in the face of clear evidence that our habitual ways are leading us astray, we often persist down the same path, seemingly unable to adapt. Consider the realm of financial trading, a sphere where adaptability is prized and the rapid assimilation of new information is crucial for success. Yet traders, like the rest of us, can exhibit a surprising tenacity in sticking with their initial decisions, often to their detriment. In an illuminating study conducted in 2014 by neuroeconomist Camelia Kunin, a group of 50 traders was presented with a series of investment choices, a high-risk stock versus a stable bond. The twist came after they made their selection. Upon choosing the volatile stock, participants were informed of the current dividend, essentially receiving immediate feedback on their decision. High dividends encouraged them to stick with their risky choice, which makes sense. The shock came when, faced with low dividends, and by extension, a clear indication their gamble didn't pay off, the majority stubbornly refused to reconsider their stance. This phenomenon isn't merely a tale of stubborn traders, it's a glimpse into the human mind's intricate workings. Brain scans taken during the experiment revealed a notable decrease in neural activity when participants were confronted with the unfavorable outcomes of their risky choices. It's as if, upon committing to a decision, our brains activate a defense mechanism, shielding us from the psychological discomfort of admitting a mistake. This natural inclination towards mental rigidity poses a significant question. How can we, whether as individuals or leaders seeking to influence others, overcome this innate resistance to change? The following exploration delves into strategies that might just unlock the pathway to altering deeply held beliefs and behaviors, presenting an intriguing challenge to the status quo of our minds. Part 2 overcoming deep-rooted bias with the power of positive information. Imagine a scenario where you're a medical professional faced with parents convinced that the measles, mumps, and rubella MMR, vaccine could potentially harm their child, linking it to autism. 
despite your attempts to reassure them of its safety and necessity. Their concerns, rooted deep in misinformation, remain unswayed. This particular misconception, associating the MMR vaccine with autism, has been notably persistent. It can trace its roots back to 1998, when a piece of research by Andrew Wakefield was published in The Lancet, suggesting a connection between the vaccine and autism. Despite the research being debunked and discredited numerous times, showing no causal relationship, the damage was done. Wakefield's study gained widespread media attention, leading to a decrease in vaccination rates and consequently an increase in measles outbreaks. How, then, can we reach those holding on to such entrenched biases? Interestingly, the solution doesn't lie in direct confrontation or attempts to invalidate their false beliefs. A groundbreaking study by psychologists at UCLA sheds light on a more effective approach. When people were presented with evidence directly contradicting Wakefield's claims, they often dug their heels in deeper, growing more entrenched in their misinformed stance. However, when the focus shifted away from arguing against the misinformation and towards highlighting the positive aspects of vaccination, specifically its role in preventing serious diseases like measles, mumps, and rubella, the response changed. People became more receptive and, in many cases, revised their stance. This discovery supports a broader principle. Combating prejudice or misinformation isn't about negating the false, but rather bolstering the true. By presenting new, factual information in a non-confrontational way, it's possible to gently guide people towards revising their misconceptions, emphasizing the benefits and safety of the MMR vaccine rather than directly challenging the basis of the bias creates a pathway for change. This approach holds promise not just in public health, but in any domain where deeply ingrained prejudices make the truth hard to see. Part 3. The Ripple Effect of Emotions How Moods Spread Among Us Have you ever considered what transpires in the mind of an individual while they're engrossed in a compelling political speech? Researchers at Princeton delved into this intriguing question and unveiled that during such speeches, the audience's brains often undergo a remarkable synchronization, leading to a collective emotional response. This phenomenon illustrates the profound emotional connections humans share with each other, extending beyond mere words to the cadence of shared experiences. This interconnectedness of emotions was further explored in a fascinating study in 2002 by management professor Sigal Basad. Basad observed how groups tasked with collaboration were subtly influenced by an undercover participant who was either visibly cheerful or evidently displeased. The outcome was striking. The mood of the undercover participant spread swiftly throughout the group, significantly impacting both the atmosphere and the efficiency of their collaborative effort. Groups influenced by positivity showed enhanced cooperation and achieved better results, while those exposed to negativity faced increased conflict and subpar outcomes. Fast forward to the digital age, and it's clear that this emotional contagion transcends physical boundaries, making its mark even in the virtual realms of social media. A notorious experiment by Facebook in 2012 highlighted this phenomenon by altering the emotional tone of content in users' news feeds to either predominantly positive or negative. Facebook discovered that this manipulation 
had a direct influence on the emotional tone of the user's own posts. This experiment not only demonstrated the contagious nature of emotions in an online setting, but also sparked questions about the ethical implications of such manipulations. The emotional dynamics of social media don't stop at Facebook. A study focusing on Twitter users in 2015 unveiled that engaging with the platform could significantly heighten emotional responses, as evidenced by increased heart rates, perspiration levels, and pupil dilation among participants. It's evident that the emotions we express in our tweets and updates have the potential to affect not just our close circle, but can ripple across the globe, influencing others we may never meet. This fascinating body of research underscores a fundamental truth about human nature. Our emotions are intertwined, capable of crossing the barriers of physical and digital spaces alike. As we navigate through interactions both online and offline, it's essential to remember the powerful influence our moods can have on one another, for better or worse, shaping the collective experiences of our communities. Part 4. The Peculiar Pursuit of Pleasure why we can't help but want what feels good. The dance of romantic pursuit often lays bare a fundamental human truth. We are creatures of desire, instinctively pulled towards what promises pleasure and repelled by the prospect of pain. This guiding principle of human behavior explains why taking a step back from a relationship in hopes of rekindling interest feels so unnatural. We're wired to seek connection and affection not separation and uncertainty. The nature of this inclination towards pleasure over pain is not just a feature of human psychology. It's a fundamental characteristic witnessed across the animal kingdom. For instance, a fascinating study conducted in 1986 by psychologist Wayne Hirschberger with baby chicks illustrates this point vividly. Placed on a moving treadmill with the promise of food just out of reach, these chicks were drawn towards what they desired, despite the treadmill's movement thwarting their efforts. Although the solution was to move in the opposite direction, aligning with how the treadmill was programmed to bring the food closer, the chicks' instinctual drive towards the immediate source of pleasure made them persist in their futile endeavor. This illustrative experiment sheds light on a broader aspect of our nature. The pursuit of pleasure is a compelling force, one that shapes our actions in profound ways. Humans, possessing a higher degree of cognitive complexity than baby chicks, nevertheless exhibit similar patterns of behavior. A captivating study by Swedish neuroscientist Mark Gitar Masip in 2012 further validated this principle. Through a simple computer-based task, a participant named Edvard was trained to respond to visual cues for a reward. The clarity of reward, gaining a dollar for a correct action, sharpened his responses significantly. However, when the stakes were reversed, costing him a dollar for inaction, his performance dipped noticeably. This shift underscores a critical insight into human behavior. We are naturally attuned to react swiftly and efficiently when motivated by potential gains, but become hesitant and sluggish when faced with potential losses. These observations, drawn from both the animal realm and human psychology, underline an intrinsic truth about our nature. The drive for pleasure is deeply embedded within our neurological makeup. It's a principle that influences our decisions, behavior, and interpersonal relationships, 
emphasizing the significance of understanding this aspect of our psychology in navigating the complexities of life. Embracing this knowledge can illuminate why we act the way we do and how we can better manage our instincts to align with our long-term goals and desires. Part 5. The Joy of Steering Your Own Ship. Why Feeling in Control Matters. While the term control freak might not be a badge of honor in everyday language, there's something to be said for the deep-seated human desire to have autonomy over one's life. Far from being a superficial preference, this instinctual yearning plays a fundamental role in our well-being and happiness. Let's journey back to a groundbreaking study from the 1970s, led by psychologists Judith Rodin and Ellen Langer, which underscored the profound impact of personal control on our health and happiness. In this study, two groups of nursing home residents were given contrasting degrees of autonomy. One group was encouraged to exercise independence in their daily routines and tasked with caring for a potted plant. The other group was informed that the staff would tend to their every need, alleviating them from any responsibilities, including the care of a plant. The results? Within merely three weeks, a marked difference was evident. The group endowed with personal responsibilities exhibited not only a brighter spirit, but also demonstrated considerable health improvements 18 months down the line compared to their counterparts. This innate preference for control isn't just limited to the individual sphere. It extends into our social interactions and communal environments. For instance, children glow with pride and happiness when entrusted with responsibilities, irrespective of their simplicity. Similarly, in relationships, ensuring both partners have an equal say in decisions fosters a healthier dynamic. And in the workplace, employees who feel they can influence decisions impacting their daily lives exhibit higher satisfaction and productivity levels. However, embracing this desire for control doesn't necessitate relinquishing your influence or leadership. It's about cultivating an environment where people feel they're steering their course, even when nudged in the right direction. Take, for example, the challenge of ensuring compliance with hand-washing protocols among medical personnel. The Journal of Environmental Health unearthed a fascinating insight in 2013. Rather than direct orders, displaying a sign indicating the team's overall compliance rate significantly boosted individual adherence from a dismal 38% to an impressive nearly 90%. This subtle form of guidance, emphasizing collective progress over direct commands, effectively empowers individuals. They remain at the helm, making choices that align with shared goals, thus marrying the concept of control with communal responsibility. In essence, the desire for control is not about dominion over others, but about nurturing a sense of agency within and around us. It's about creating spaces where everyone feels competent and empowered to shape their destiny, a principle that not only fosters happiness, but also cultivates a culture of respect, cooperation, and shared achievement. Part 6. The IKEA Effect. How our creations hold a special place in our hearts. Ever found yourself yearning for the days of home economics or woodshop class? where you could craft something tangible, like a piece of furniture or a garment. There's a profound reason behind this nostalgia and desire for hands-on creation. 
It's anchored in a fascinating aspect of human psychology, our tendency to place greater value on things we've had a hand in making. This phenomenon was explored extensively in a study by Professor Michael Norton of Harvard Business School in 2011, leading to the coining of the term the IKEA effect. This effect illustrates our propensity to favor the things we assemble or create ourselves, regardless of their objective quality. For instance, Norton found that individuals cherish their own IKEA bookshelves significantly more than identical ones assembled by others, even if their construction was objectively subpar. But what lies at the heart of this preference? Is it the act of building from the ground up that endears these items to us? Or is mere participation in the creation process enough to instill a sense of value? To probe this question further, Norton embarked on another venture, exploring the extent of one's contribution necessary for the IKEA effect to take hold. This study revolved around designing a pair of Converse sneakers. Participants were divided into two groups. One group designed their sneakers using software to replicate a specific style, a process akin to following IKEA instructions, involving more execution than creativity. The other group watched a video of their sneakers being assembled, a more passive engagement in the creation process. The findings were illuminating. Those who actively participated in the design process, even minimally and without a high degree of creativity, valued their Converse sneakers more than a standard, off-the-shelf pair. In stark contrast, the group that merely observed the assembly process did not attribute any additional value to the sneakers. These insights spotlight a fundamental aspect of human nature. Our investments of effort, even when minimal or purely instructive, imbue objects with a personal significance and value beyond their functional or aesthetic qualities. Whether it's assembling furniture, designing a pair of shoes, or engaging in any form of creative endeavor, the act of creation enhances our appreciation and emotional connection to the end product. This understanding not only enriches our grasp of consumer behavior, but also underscores the intrinsic satisfaction derived from the act of making, an enduring testament to the profound connection between creativity, effort, and value. Part 7. Engagement over information. The art of capturing attention. Ever sat on a plane, tuning out the flight attendant's safety demonstration? Maybe opting to dive into a book instead? It's a common scene. Passengers disengage from the vital safety instructions that could, in a worst-case scenario, save their lives. This widespread lack of interest isn't due to familiarity with the routine alone, as safety protocols can vary significantly across different aircraft models. In the event of an emergency, being well-versed in these procedures could be the difference between panic and preparedness. The challenge of capturing passenger attention is well recognized by airline staff, who for years were at a loss about how to make these crucial instructions more engaging. After all, the underlying message touches on the grim possibility of a crash landing, a thought few wish to entertain upon boarding. However, the necessity of conveying this information remained, leaving airlines in search of an effective method to ensure passenger attentiveness without altering the core message. The breakthrough came with a simple yet powerful realization. Entertainment captures attention. By infusing the mandatory safety briefings with humor, creativity, and fun, airlines discovered a formula for engaging passengers in a meaningful way. 
the transformation was remarkable. Safety videos, featuring everything from breakdancing to animated characters, to stand-up comedy not only fulfilled their informative purpose, but also lightened the mood, putting passengers at ease. This innovative approach proved so effective that some safety videos gained fame beyond the confines of the aircraft cabin, attracting millions of views on YouTube and social media platforms. Passengers began to seek out these videos for their entertainment value, a success story illustrating the power of creative engagement. The lesson here extends far beyond airline safety. It touches on a fundamental aspect of human behavior. In contexts ranging from the workplace to personal relationships, the way information is presented can make all the difference in how it's received. This insight into the human psyche that we're more inclined to absorb what entertains us rather than what merely informs us serves as a valuable guide for navigating interpersonal interactions fostering understanding and resolving conflicts. Remember, when aiming to captivate an audience or convey an important message, never underestimate the transformative power of entertainment. Final summary. The essence of this exploration delves deep into the complex and often unpredictable terrain of the human brain, revealing it to be far from the rational, orderly system we might imagine. Through the journey, we unlock insights into human behavior and uncover strategies that pave the way for more effective communication, persuasion, and mutual understanding. At the heart of these revelations is the recognition that the brain operates under a distinct set of principles and instincts, governing our reactions, decisions, and interactions in ways we're not always conscious of. From the potent sway of emotions and the contagious nature of moods, to the intrinsic value we place on our personal contributions and creations, these forces shape our perceptions and actions in profound ways. Understanding these dynamics offers powerful tools for influencing behavior, garnering attention for crucial messages, and fostering change, whether in the realm of public health, personal relationships, or organizational culture. Key strategies emerge from this knowledge, emphasizing the significance of leveraging pleasure and reward fostering a sense of control and ownership, and presenting information in engaging, creative formats to truly resonate with others. Ultimately, this exploration illuminates the intricacies of the mind, providing a roadmap for navigating the challenges of communication and persuasion in a world where rational argument alone falls short. By embracing the quirks and capabilities of the brain, we can cultivate more meaningful connections, inspire positive change, and enhance our collective well-being. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.